Hi. Hello. Have you ever wanted to listen to a podcast about comics? <laughs> I have. Well, good. This is Big Planet Comics podcast episode 153. You've come to the right place. I am Nick. I'm Kelly. I'm Jared. And we're here to talk about comics. Um, comic and, events. Comic events. Mostly comics. Uh, <laughs> mostly comics. DC uh, news. That's no, true. we don't have any DC news, do we? We're going to speak pretty comprehensively. Except for the rise in violence. <laughs> we got some uh, upcoming DC area news. Yeah. Oh, do we? We have SPX. We SPX. do. Very soon. Um, so this is some premature news, but SPX is coming September, what is it, 19th? 19th, 19th and 20th. 20th. 20th uh, at the Bethesda Marriott. Marriott? Yep. And Convention Center. They have is... a truly insane, like, quality of people yeah, who are going to be there crazy. this year it's, it's always the nuts. best convention and more and more special guests are getting announced so we're getting more and more excited the cool thing is that like most of the people not most of them but a good chunk of the people that are coming are going to be in the line for noel stevenson so i can look at other things that's <laughs> true because i don't really care about that um yeah. i mean she's fine but there's so many other really good things that yep. i would not wait in that line it would waste too much of my SBX time. That's <laughs> I feel like that line gonna is going to be insane. It's yeah. crazy because like two years ago, she was just there like at the Micah table. And I just yeah. stopped and chatted with her and walked right. on. <laughs> yeah, in the last year or so, she's kind of exploded. So It's going to be... Well, I feel like that happened with Kate Beaton too. Like there was yeah. a year right. when I just walked up to the Kate Beaton's table and chatted with her and got a signature and walked away. And the next year, the line was out in the hallway. I, th- I think there is a big change between people who are like big on the internet and then having a book in print. Yeah, right. that's true. Because people are like even... I think it's the exact same fans, but to them, it's like they made it. You right. know? So I think it kind of like, oh my God, I have to see her. I'm like, yeah, I mean, Lumberjanes is them before. That's true. And Nimona now is really yep. big. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, uh, I'm excited to see very many people that I Frederick I Peters the, oh yeah Frederick Peters that's the most exciting thing I can't believe he's coming oh my god he should have a lot the longest line I want them to but announce their programming schedule yeah, <laughs> I want to know what panels I are happening I don't have time for panels yeah. I started I tried to go to a couple last year and I'm so glad I did because it oh, really? was, yeah I went to a couple of really good panels I might go this year I don't actually have any table so no that's true yeah. I might put some my comics in, Jared, in front of Jared. Yeah, big plant comics table, man. Drop them uh, off. But yeah, I'll have to print them. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so yeah. So, what have you guys been up to other than getting ready for SBX? Uh, hedging up on uh, media. I've been both watching Death Note, the TV show, and playing Diablo 3. Nice. Uh, Death Note is amazing for about two thirds of it, and it gets really, really weird. <laughs> I'm not sure I'm going to finish it, but I kind of want to know what Yeah, happens. I hear it gets bad. Yeah. Um. How's uh, the other thing? What Diablo, Diablo 3. Diablo 3. It's How's pretty Diablo? great. It's, I haven't uh, played Diablo 3. Yeah, it's, it's super awesome graphics, and you're killing a lot of monsters, but it's still like... Time-consuming? No, it's, they're all time-consuming, but it doesn't have like any, enough of the role-playing stuff that uh, I really love. So like, just, it's basically like you're playing Gauntlet. And yeah, you're just amazing. killing tons yeah, and tons it's, of monsters. It's totally amazing. Collecting lots and lots of money. Yep. Or gold, or whatever yep. it's called. Yep, all that. Uh, yeah. It definitely takes up some time. Yeah, I haven't really been playing any video games. How about you, Kelly? I've been playing Mass Effect 1, which I've oh. never oh, played right. before, yeah. um, which is frustrating on a number of levels yeah. because I'd played 2 and 3, you know, hundreds of times at this point, um, and I feel like they had fixed a lot of things. But, like, yeah. Eddie, I forget between, like, turning off my PS3 and turning it back on, I forget how to fire a gun like <laughs> because it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. So anytime I'm in a combat situation, it's like a, this is all new to me. But yeah, I hit the point where I hit the point of the game where I guess I could start a romance with someone, nice. what I'm not intending to do because I want to romance Garrus, which you can't do until the second game. Uh, so basically I had like, I was playing, what? I was playing, yeah. You couldn't date someone before you meet Garrus? 
my heart is belongs to one, <laughs> one alien. Yeah, I have. He's on the ship. We oh, talk about his past. The first one? Pol- yeah. He just you can't, can't romance. Date him? No, you can only date like three people. Mm, that's weird. But yeah, I definitely had like three conversations in a row where I was accused of like giving wrong signals to someone. And I'm like, I'm just trying to be a good commander. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just being nice to you. <laughs> but yeah, so I've been doing that. And Mad Max Fury Road came out on Blu-ray. So oh, nice. yeah. I watched that. Do you watch all the extras? I watched like half Ooh, of them. What I do they have asleep. on there for extras? Uh, lots of making of stuff. Ooh. Lots of people just like all these interviews of being like, we've been in the desert for a hundred <laughs> days. <laughs> like, think of that. Sounds like fun. Yeah. But yeah, it's great. So oh, now I've man. seen it five times. I need it. I need it. I saw Turbo Kid. What's that? that I heard sweet. somebody was telling me about that. What is Turbo Kid? Uh, it's like, it's, it's like, like an uh, 80s throwback. Yeah. It's thing? like an 80s throwback movie. It's like, um, <laughs> it takes place in the future. 1997. And it's like this kid from the 80s uh, and the world's kind of, it's like post-apocalyptic, um, but it's got super awesome like synth music and kind of like original 80s songs, yeah. like kind of uh, like montage songs and stuff like that. Nice. But it's about this this guy who's like super into this uh, hero called Turbo, oh, what is it called? Turbo Rider or something like that. And uh, he's constantly running from people trying to kill him and eat him. And there's, it's super violent. <laughs> Uh, and then he meets up with this uh, girl who is kind of insane. Um, she immediately puts a bracelet on him so she can find him wherever he is. But she just wants to be his friend. And she's like super happy and like like lively. <laughs> just everything is great to her. And she's like, oh, yay. And then even when they're like they get captured by some bad guys and the the other bad guys are chanting his name, she starts chanting it because just because she's, she's just really fun and loves everything. <laughs> um, I don't know. It's It's got some crazy twists. Uh and real fun action and, I don't know, Michael Ironside plays oh, the really? bad guy. That's cool. Is um, it in theaters or is it a... Uh, it's in theaters and you, it's on iTunes. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. It's one of those small but it's, budget. Yeah, it's, like, like, it's definitely like low budget. Yeah. But it's like super fun and... Uh, oh, he, he also... So the kid finds like a crashed spaceship with a uh, turbo rider inside and he, he take, he's dead and he takes his suit and has this power glove that shoots like lasers out of it's it. old it's old yeah and he fights like kind of mad max type guys and it's insanely violent <laughs> oh boy like insanely violent like every few seconds somebody either explodes or parts of their heads come off yeah. and yeah you wouldn't like <laughs> no. yeah i don't know if you would like it it's super yeah. gory but no. it's great the last fight is really funny um there's a guy who gets cut in half and his, <laughs> half of his body flies into the air Hilarious. and lands on the head of this other guy and You're it's spoiling stuck, spoiling stuck on his head I'm just saying an example of like the insane violence, but yeah, it's fun. Definitely watch it. Turbo <laughs> Kid fun. if you can if you can get to it, you can get it on iTunes. So do that. <laughs> cool. Um, also, it's showing at Alamo. Uh, cool. That's it for stuff that we've been up to. Let's see. Let's go back to some news. What the rest of the world's been up to. First up, we got Marvel announcing a Weird World ongoing. Woo! Yes. I love Weird World. It's not uh, Jason Aaron, which kind of is, mm, sucks, yeah. but it's Sam Humphries, who's also nope. great. He's pretty good. And it's still Mike Del Mundo. On which art. is the most Ooh, important thing. The most important part of that statement. <laughs> I don't know if it's the most important part. It, it's, it's pretty important. Jason Aaron has come up with some, like, yeah, yeah, but if you have a guy who doesn't give Del Mundo good stuff to draw, right. like. But Sam Humphries can do it. Yeah. yeah that's and, true. And his art is so incredible. And yeah. it's a new main character. 
who is female. Yeah. Oh, a new female character. Yeah. That bodes poorly takes place for the current Weird World series. Oh, <laughs> uh, he could still be in it. Yeah. Maybe. But it takes place in the current Marvel Universe. Or no. not, not the current, the upcoming Just Marvel like Universe. timeline. But I don't know where and how. We'll see. Yeah, you can be Weird World somewhere. Somewhere in the, or Some in the planet. random we'll forgotten see. island. Yeah. Uh, so that's but exciting. But yeah, the cover that they showed looks just like everything you could want from oh, a weird world ongoing. I'm ready. I'm ready. Uh, I'm yeah. excited. I'm excited. I hope they have more like Christ- Crystal the Warrior, whatever yes. his name is, and some of those old like weird Marvel characters that I love. That's um, the idea behind weird world. Right. Everything's weird. <laughs> true. Uh, another piece of news. Uh, I guess Rosario Dawson was cast in Luke Cage, which is hmm. kind of a surprise, kind of not. I guess she's kind of night nurse, but they never really called her that. Yeah, that's a ridiculous name in modern comic yeah. parlance, but it's she's a really good character nurse. to have. I want all of the, the Rosario Dawson I can yeah. get. Like literally, if they, I wasn't able to finish Daredevil, but if someone released a cut of Daredevil that was nothing but the Rosario <laughs> Dawson <laughs> scenes, I would watch that. <laughs> Daredevil is great, uh, but yeah, she's I couldn't do it. She'll be. Yeah, she'll be the probably the same character. I imagine the caster is like somebody else. No. Really confusing. <laughs> That'd be amazing. Uh, so I guess she'll be repairing Luke Cage at some point. Uh, he doesn't, doesn't he not need repairs? Isn't that his whole thing? skin. Uh, he does, but I guess he, he could get really maybe, messed up by somebody. Maybe she's just, you know, there. She doesn't have to be doing something. Yeah. She could be a great character. That could be a good way to like start tying things together. Yeah. Well, they'll, they'll tie each other in. They'll tie together more and more each each series. That's Maybe what I'm saying. she gets wise and moves out of Hell's Kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this neighborhood's got problems. Well, yeah, Boy versus Luke Cage. Isn't he in like? I don't know where is he. Is he also in Hell's Kitchen? I mean, I they haven't so. said. They're, at they're this all point. In I can't remember Manhattan where he is in the comics. I, th- I thought he was in like Harlem or something like that. Yeah. But like New York. Because so. it's like from the seventies, you know, when yeah. Harlem was I love pretty that rough. All of these Netflix series are like about a her- a specific hero like micromanaging ten blocks of New York City. Yeah. Well, <laughs> like that's what it is. In which the seventies, yeah, I was do. gonna say in the seventies and stuff it. they needed yeah. Yeah. one hero per per <laughs> <laughs> block per block. Yeah, it yeah. was pretty rough. Let's do it. Um, but yeah, I'm excited about that. I'm excited about all these Marvel shows. Yeah, Me I do. Want to see more? Some pictures of the Punisher it looks pretty awesome. Sweet. Uh yeah, so that's all the news. We have not too much news, but fun enough. Uh next up we have questions. One question. We have one question today, and it's from some weirdo named Kelly. Me. Oh, this Kelly. Oh, this weirdo named R. Kelly. Kelly. I'm gonna ask R. You, Kelly? It's from I... R. Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, don't oh, answer. Oh you are. All right, uh, so here's my question. Now that Fun, Fun Home has found such success as a musical, what mm-hmm. other comic or graphic novel would you like to see adapted? Wait, Wait. Are, are you asking the most comprehensive podcast on the universe? Yes. You didn't have a very good opening. <laughs> you you want to start over? All right, buddy, no. Uh, which other gr- uh, comic graphic novel would you like to see adapted into a musical? Or I guess a play, but mm-hmm. you know, musical. And no, conversely, musical. What, other music- what musical would you like to see adapted into a comic? Ooh. Okay, so which one do you want us to do first? Uh, we'll do it in the order that I asked. Yeah, them. so um, graphic novel turned into a to musical. A musical. Hmm. Uh, Howard the Duck, I would like to see it <laughs> as a musical. <laughs> in a sort uh, of like Shrek uh, the musical sort of way. Uh, yeah, but uh, but good. <laughs> uh, have they done a Walking really Dead funny. musical already? Seems like they have. Oh my God. They've done so many zombie I ones. Definitely I, did a Buffy one. Yeah, that's true. I mean, yeah, that was an episode. Uh, I feel like they should do a Howard the Duck musical. It would be great. They could have him... <laughs> Be in a rock band, much like in the old movie, but still kind of a detective solving mysteries. 
Um, it would be fun. Mm. That would be like rock numbers, though. It would be like a rock musical. It would be great. It would be I like. Think, no, uh, I feel like a Howard the Duck musical would have to be like a throwback kind of thing, like really leaning on like the the pi kind of. Well, stuff. maybe like uh, like maybe he's in a jazz band <laughs> or, <laughs> or he plays the blues, right? Yeah, because he's always he's always kind of like grumpy, so he'd be playing the blues. That'd be great. Wow. You I would gotta, watch that. Write that. A blues musical about how oh, duck. Oh, I'm just looking over our favorites. I think Lumberjanes would be really good. I was going to say. Because I was thinking like you need a good big cast of characters with some yeah. drama. Because like Howard the Duck is a good focus, but he doesn't have a huge supporting cast. Oh, he does. So you just don't well, know. if you do. You don't know about Dr. Bong? No. <laughs> He's well, a giant bell. <laughs> 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 the oh, thing about Lumberjanes is that that first arc that's written by Grace Ellis, Grace Ellis is the biggest musical oh, theater nerd. So there oh are so many musical theater references nice. in that arc. Um, yeah, so I, I think mean, that like, would work It's really a great well. setting that you could easily show on a stage production. It's got a lot of characters. There's a lot of good drama. And I think like all of them would have different styles of like song. Oh, yeah. So and there'd you, be a good variety. There are too. definitely opportunities for like lighthearted numbers to yep. break it up. Some good romantic ones. Yep. Some stressful adventure ones. <laughs> uh, yeah, sure. I'd like to see... Um, <laughs> I was gonna say something weird. They're all weird. I was gonna say criminal as musical. I, I kind of like criminal too. the musical. I don't think it'd work. Great. It'd be like uh, West Side Story. Yeah. It'd be that kind of music, right? A lot of snapping fingers. I want to see Spider Gwen because you've already got that band cool. thing. That's so you've got true. that sort of like. I don't phonogram. Know, that... Oh my god, phonogram would be. Music... Phonogram is dense as a comic. It would be even. <laughs> oh, denser. Wicked in the Divine. I was. I yeah, think Wicked, Wicked in the Divine would be, be really good. Nuts. Because they got because they're all kind of like musicians anyway. Yeah. They're all pop stars pop and stuff. Take so. on it. Yeah. That'd be great because it'd have a variety of music every time true, one of yeah. them came on. That'd be pretty great. Be Lots pretty of great. opportunities, y'all. If yeah. you are, if you you know are <laughs> in the musical making business, For all look of our no further. Yep. Uh, just give us a credit in the bottom of the. <laughs> <laughs> Put us uh, in what musical would you see, like, see adapted into a comic? All right, so uh, that is kind of a question that Kelly asked herself because Spider-Man the have a good answer. <laughs> yeah. Uh, turn the dark. <laughs> turn, 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 turn off the dark. Turn off. Turn of the dark. Turn the. I don't know. Anyway, um, I was gonna say Showboat. Only because I like Showboat. <laughs> showboat? Uh, yeah, showboat? Showboat, yeah. It's a musical. It's a musical. We're talking oh, about turning oh, things see, into a backwards. comic. Turning musicals into comics. Showboat. Is that with Old Man River? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that is a good one. But yeah, we wouldn't really... I don't know. How would you do a musical in comic form? I mean, you wouldn't necessarily do it Yeah, you would just music. tell the story. You would be telling a story. Right. Like, what oh. tells a compelling story? How about the one I just saw? Book of Mormon. Book of Mormon? That'd be yeah, pretty that'd amazing. Be pretty great. Get mm-hmm. Mike Allred to draw it. Mike Allred to draw it. I think he would do it. He drew three, like, mini graphic novels mm-hmm. adapting the Book of Mormon into comics. So That's awesome. I don't know if he'd have a sense of humor about it. He might. <laughs> he might. Oh, yeah. He's super... Is he Mormon? Yeah. Yes. He's super Mormon. I don't know. He's super Mormon. I mean, he's writing... Drew a comic wrote, about wrote it. Drew comics about the golden plates, right? Yep. yep. Um, yeah. I don't know. My favorite musical is Ragtime, which is based on a book. Oh, yeah. Um, and I think... I mean, it would be like a... It wouldn't be a fun <laughs> graphic yeah. novel, but it, sure. I think it would be really... It's a good one. I also would love... Um, there, Little Shop of Horrors would be a pretty Little good Little Shop. Yeah, if, I was actually wondering, like, I could, I, w- I would not be surprised yeah. if someone had already be, adapted that'd be, <laughs> Little be Shop really, of Horrors. That would be really easy to do. Yes. Because I feel like, while the music's amazing, it's probably not integral to the story. No. Really. 
The story but honestly, is pretty simple. That's one that you could do and keep the music because it's such a weird thing already <laughs> right. that you could have, you know, the People dentist character sing. singing about being a dentist on the page. I think doing it, I think doing it straightforward would be pretty good. Kind of like dark comedy. No oh, man, yeah. I don't know. It'd be good. Yeah, I'm trying to think. You could do it pretty well, and you something can with like probably a, add stuff to it a little bit. Yeah, something like that with a really good storyline, or Use something the original that ending too. had like such good visuals that like you couldn't even do in a, like right. you could do more with drawing it. Yeah, hmm. yeah, it'd be cool. Avenue Q without the puppets. <laughs> without the puppets, make them all real people. You gotta have the puppets. Yeah, that'd be great. Well, yeah, well, you could do Avenue Q and they get the puppets. You wouldn't be seeing any puppeteers, so it would be great. Yeah, but the, the, the best thing about Avenue Q is, like, the fact that it's puppets and yeah. you've got people on stage. That's like. true. Yeah, so hopefully that answers your question, Kelly. Yeah, <laughs> no. you are. It inspired a great discussion. I think the most important part is that we have added another facet to our most comprehensiveness. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Most comprehensive yeah, musicals. If y'all have an opinion on this, I would love to hear it. Yeah. And I'm right. not kidding. Yeah. <laughs> I want to know out there who's, who's on Kelly's page here and super stoked about our musical coverage being lacking <laughs> to this point. Well, thanks for the we question, Kelly. You're welcome. Um, let's do some reviews. We love comics, they're swell, except when they're written by Scott Lovedell. I prefer important books like Louis Riel. It's time for reviews. All right. First up today, we have Gigant by Rune Ryberg. Um, Gigant is pretty awesome. It's about this. <laughs> it's How do you even explain it? Basically, it's about this guy who's on a date with his, uh, his girlfriend, and she gets eaten by this giant monster. And uh, to be clear, this is in our normal seeming world, so this is very unexpected, right? Uh, and so he's this guy starts kind of trying to get away from the monster on his motorcycle. Uh, the motorcycle, uh, the monster's eyes come out, shoot out beams <laughs> that turn things into weapons. He turns a rock into an axe, and it turns his motorcycle into a sword. And so he decides to fight the monster with a sword, and he gets eaten by it. And it turns out the monster, when it eats you, you get taken into different dimensions through. Like, it's basically inside of it is portals to different galaxies, dimensions. Um, and he meets another person who's also trapped there. And so it's basically just him trying to rescue his girlfriend in this crazy world full of uh, insane monsters, including these, like, demonic dogs, um, which he befriends one. I don't know. It's, it's very simple but fun. It's a very quick hero's tale. Yeah. Like, literally, the thing begins where he's he's having, you know, he's having wine with his girlfriend and he's complaining about how he keeps getting beaten up by these guys to the point where, like, he has just left the town right. and she's the only one who's nice to him. Right. So, like, it's it starts the way all hero stories start, you know, with the guy who has nothing and is pretty much a coward and doesn't know what to do. Yeah, exactly. And then very quickly gets turned into a warrior and has to, to learn how to fight. Yeah. And the yeah. main draw is this really cool art. Yeah, like um, Ryberg's art is amazing. Like it's the, so weird. It's yeah. very weird. It's really very good. like so kind of cartoony, yeah. but like wobbly. Everything looks kind of wobbly and sketchy. Um, but the storytelling is very clear, and the colors are great. Um, almost like everything's almost kind of neon. Almost, at, it's a slightly a level below neon. Uh, everything's kind of pink and purple and and red. Uh, and it's great. like people's skin colors change to the you know you get the idea that like the lighting in this place right. is really bizarre right. and he plays with color that way in a really cool way and it's yeah super fun super simple but great Very it's quick, quick read but it's great i think the first part of it was online to start with oh, okay. um yeah someone who came in looking for it um was telling us about it so you can get kind of a sample of it but That's it's awesome. yeah it's pretty great it's great 
Uh, Amazing. Gigant by Rune Reimer. And that's a little hardcover book, by the way. This yeah, is yeah a very nice. Book book. Very nice, nice production. Very good. All right. Next up, we have Eight House number three. Why Eight House number three, you ask? Because this is the beginning of a new story. Possibly the end of a story? I'm not sure. Uh, so <laughs> Eight House is basically all these stories take place in the same world, but they're all different artists, sometimes different writers. I think it's um, all going to be Brandon Graham. No, Amarios is doing one. She's doing a four-part one. Oh, okay. She's writing one and somebody else. Well, yeah, Amarios and Brandon Graham sort of like share a brain, <laughs> I feel like, at this yeah, point. I think, I think different people will be writing some of oh, the stories. Okay. Right now, it's all Brandon Graham. Yeah, and so this is Brandon Graham and Jared. Zurzo? 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 Penalta? I don't know. X-U-R-X-O. Yeah. Xurzo is the way I would pronounce it phonetically. But that's definitely not how it's pronounced. Might be. No. So well, be, I guess. the first two issues, the first two eight house, we, you know, we reviewed the first one, uh, which was called Arclight. So one and two were both in that Arclight Arc thing Light, with yeah. art by Marion Churchland. Um, definitely connected. And then um, so this is a very, very, very different thing. Whereas Arclight felt like high fantasy. This feels like sci-fi. This feels like profit is yeah. what it feels yeah. like. It's what it looks like. A little bit of aliens like. mixed in there. Yeah, it's got this beautiful, like, sort of Mobius-like architecture. Yeah, 1980s yeah, sci-fi very, stuff. Um, European looking. Yes, very, very much. Um, and the main character is this woman who is a... Um, she's a soldier of a sort. Yeah. But the way that her life works is like she's kept in these barracks until they're needed and they are put in these suits and in order to be one of these soldiers you have to have a twin basically and one of you is kept alive and the other of you your body is taken to this other side of the universe basically and you die but because they're your twin you stay connected right so she goes into this weird liquid and she wakes up in the body of her dead brother um, and then, you know, Who operates this are in, like, machine. space suits on some distant asteroid yeah. planet. Fighting xenomorphs, fighting, fighting xenomorphs, yeah. yeah. So, um, which feels very, very, very different from Arclight, but there are certain things that sort of tie it together. Yep. There are little mentions of blood magic, which is a huge thing in Arclight. Yeah. Um, and so something happens when on this, while she's on this sh- trip, and she wakes up somewhere else and sort of starts out on a journey. Um, it's interesting. I'm sure we'll come back to this. I don't know if it's going to be in the next issue, but I think at this I'm point it's, they're kind of doing it in twos. Are they doing twos? Um, might be right. But yeah, it's I. I mean, I was into ArcLight. I liked it a lot, but I the fact that they only gave it two issues before jumping to something like this, I find really, really interesting and yeah. exciting. And I think I think they'll jump back to some of the stuff. Oh yeah, of definitely. Course, you know. Um, but God, yeah, this is a beautiful. But, yeah, book. Penalta's art is astounding. It's, so it's good. a great color palette. Uh, exactly, like Kelly said. There's huge vistas of crazy sci-fi ness, and then hyper detailed backgrounds and cities. And the part where uh, Kim uh, jumps into the body of her brother, the entire section is drawn upside down. Yeah. So it's like they're walking on the bottom of an asteroid. So if you turn the book upside down, you can kind of see it from the. It's kind of like disorienting. Yeah, it's which it works so well. It works so well. Yeah. yeah. Oh um, man! And yeah, it's, ah, it's, it's amazing looking. It's eight okay. house number three. Kim, is it Kim? Kim, Kim. Yeah, it sounds like I'm saying Kim with like a southern accent. Yeah, Kim. Yeah, I know. I feel like this is a clever way of like you know using a lot of artists without you know without compromising the vision of your. This is like Brandon Graham being like, I want to create a world with all these interconnected stories, and I want to find the best artists I can, and give them uh you know an avenue. Yeah, which is probably kind of what Island is too. He's just like. 
That's he's true. just like getting his his artist friends some work because they're amazing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. no, our, Brandon Graham has some really talented friends, and yeah. we are very lucky for this. Yeah, <laughs> for I mean, very sure. good at finding like anthologies art. are kind of a difficult format to sell, and that's basically what he's figured out a way to do. And they're yeah. both great. Yeah, it's like anthology, but it's all interconnected, so yeah. it makes it makes important. It, you know, yeah. it makes each story matter. Yeah. So yeah. If you uh, skipped Arclight because it didn't seem like it was your thing, I urge you to go back yes. and give it another look because yeah. it's, and you can start with this one. So. You can honestly, and you can yeah. check this one out, and then maybe you know you'll get invested in the world yeah. and kind of come back to it. But it's yeah, it's awesome. Let's uh, see, House Number Three, and next up we have Mockingbird Shield. 50th anniversary number one. This, Not Mockingbird. These titles are weird. <laughs> yeah, Mockingbird. Uh, so yeah, um, Marvel's doing these uh, 50th anniversary of Shield kind of one shots. There's one coming out, I think, every week or every couple weeks. Um, they all focus the first on one. different characters. Yeah, they're all yeah. about different characters. There's a Nick Fury one. Um, I don't remember who else has one. There's Quake. Quake's There's Quake next week. One, yeah. I mean, it seems like a lot of people who are... I guess it's weekly, yeah. ...who are in the S.H.I.E.L.D. stuff now. now. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, this one is by Chelsea Kane and Joel Jones. Yeah, so Chelsea Kane is a um, is a mystery writer. Oh, really? Of, no. Yeah. She has, yeah, I was like, I don't know who that is. Um, I think she might be part of the like Kelly Sedeconic, Matt Fraction, Portland crowd of, of <laughs> well, visionaries. But Joel yeah. Jones is working on Lady Killer, right? Yeah, this is the best thing I've ever seen Joel Jones do. It's like great. the art is fantastic. So this is about Bobby Morse, uh, Mockingbird, and it's just this fantastic standalone story of she finds out that her mentor has been killed, and she's convinced that it was you know not natural and so she sort of slips out and goes um back to, she's in england and she goes back to the united states to basically do an autopsy yeah do her own autopsy which i didn't realize that she was a scientist yep. like as a yeah. character yeah they don't really talk about it too much because she's mostly just mockingbird going out and like you know yeah but so then she does some good science stuff she does and this there's a lovely part of this you know, part of the story is about her reflecting, you know, what her life would have been if she'd gone into academia, which is, you know, something that right. she sort of say, says, you know, I would be terrible at that. But you get this like wistfulness. Yeah. And there's some cool twists to the story. Yeah. it's. Um, a, I mean, you can tell this is a person who writes mystery. It's yeah. a it's a very quick, very good mystery. Story. And I also really like the backup, which is uh, who's the backup by? Oh, the uh, Red Widow. Uh, Margaret Stoll and Nico Leon. Uh, yeah, I don't know who this character is. <laughs> um, there's like a parallel story between this uh, young girl and Black Widow. Um, they have, they're both redheads. They're both kind of Russian. Russian. <laughs> uh, and at the end, they kind of she becomes kind of a version of Black Widow. Like yeah, I think a, it's kind of like if you know Black Widow had taken a different path, yeah. you know, different character, how they would have turned out. Yeah, it's more like um, a modern version of Black Widow, but well, it's a prequel to a novel. Is it? Yeah. Oh, so right. Re- Black Widow Forever Red is a, a novel, novel by Marjorie Stoll. Oh, weird. Yeah. yeah. So if you go to the last page, oh, yeah, so this was a gra- right. this was a comic that. prequel to huh. this novel. That's interesting. But yeah, it's really good. The art is fantastic. I'd like to it's see this character story. in the Marvel universe. Mm-hmm. That's cool. She's she's pretty fun and um, instantly very well characterized. And I don't know, she's fun. Uh, her costume is pretty cool. Uh, she's got lightning swords. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so oh, yeah, that is true. That was Mockingbird number one, Shield anniversary. I don't know, it's got a long title, but anyway. Next up, uh, we have Plutona number one, yes, by Jeff Lemire 
and Emmy Lennox. I almost said uh, Annie, Annie Lennox. Lennox. No. I keep like visually every time I look at Emmy Lennox, my brain goes, "Oh, Annie Lennox!" Like I can't yeah. see anything but it's re- that. I, that happened a couple times to yeah. me. Yeah. Um, so yeah, this is a new book by Jeff Lemire, who writes Descender, did Sweet Tooth, uh, does some various superhero stuff here and there. Um, I'll see. Oh, uh, he did Trillium. Uh, yeah. Well, so he's doing Sweet Tooth is my favorite, of yeah, course. Descender. Um, Descender is incredible. Yeah. But yeah, so this is. Um, I don't even know. I guess how I to spo- like not spoil it, but basically it's about these this group of kids. Um, they're all friends. Um, and you kind of so it starts off with uh, one page of each a slice of each kid's life, and then you see them kind of come together, and they all have kind of interesting uh, personalities. The one girl's um, the main girl. Uh, what is her name? I forgot. It's um, it, I had trouble figuring out how it was pronounced exactly. Me. Me, but it's like M I E, right? So, it might so be I kept saying my or yeah. me or something like that. May. But uh, anyway, it might be May. Yeah. So yeah, she's forced to babysit her brother, and she's kind of doesn't want to. And she's meeting up with her friend who made a cool leather jacket, and she wants to wear it. And she's kind of selfishly wears she's it. She's a pretty big jerk, which yeah. I think is kind of interesting yep. <laughs> to make a main character who's a little girl and she's a jerk. <laughs> yeah, I mean, she's still got a little bit of heart, you know. She's she's worried about her brother all the time. But yeah, I think the thing that works kind of, so well is she's got so many other characters around her who are not yeah. like her sister or mm-hmm. her, uh, sorry, her best friend and like her little brother. But then there's like um, the really jerky kid. Yep, uh, who shows up. And um, he has some home. He's got some. Yeah, he's like the you know stereotypical kind of like abused teenage boy who's a bully now and smokes and drinks. Um, I was actually surprised about how much uh, smoking and cursing there was in this because it's like very cartoony style and like little kids. Very young kids. I was like, this could be a kids book, and I was like, oh no, there's some f words. Is it? Um, Is it? I guess I kept thinking maybe it was not current, but no one kid's on a laptop. So oh yeah, no, that's definitely yeah. 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 The kid's playing his little video game. Yeah, he's playing. Yeah, but it's like smartphone. an old. It's like true. an old Nintendo. Oh, is it? I thought yeah. he was playing yeah. on a smartphone. No. Well, yeah. So, you know, they get they go. They they're they're just basically hanging out smoking, and um, the little girl's uh, brother disappears into the woods, and they go to find him, and they find some crazy stuff. So apparently, well, yeah. So one of the kids is obsessed with superheroes because there's superheroes in this world. Yeah. And so he's kind of like watching superheroes and documenting spotting. their yeah documenting their activities um and then yeah they meet up with a superhero um and in a way uh and then the backup story is about that superhero and kind of a a bit about her her mission um (laughs) try not to spoil anything yeah i love i love 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 the art in this yeah i love the body shapes for these kids um that you know they there's a, such a great variety yeah, to it. Yeah, they're all very distinct. Yeah. And yeah. they read very young, too. You, you don't, you're don't. you not going to look at these kids and be like, is she 12? Is right. she 16? I can't tell. Like, no, okay, that is a 12-year-old. You can tell. Yeah. Um, and I think it's worth pointing out that Jordi Belair is doing the art on this because the art is phenomenal. I mean, the color. Sorry, the color is phenomenal. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, it's... Uh, how do you even describe the tells? It's very, like, a lot of orange and yellow kind of... Well, a lot of flat colors, but a Very, huge variety of them. Yeah, there's some really nice use of like gradient stuff. Um, yeah, it's I dig awesome. it. I dig this book a lot. It's very, very good. Super Everybody, good. check out Plutona number one, Jeff Lemire and Emmy Lennox. Uh, Emmy Lennox. Um, next up, we have Toil and Trouble number one by. Go for it. Oh God, try and say it. Margaret. Is it Margaret? I think it's just Margaret. Actually, is it just Margaret? 
Yeah. I thought sure. It was that sounds very much, it's much more Scottish or Irish, Irish if I say it that way. Mergud. Uh Scott and Kelly and Nicole Matthews on art. Uh, yeah. So it says created and written and by her, but really at the bottom she says and big thanks to William Shakespeare because this is basically Macbeth. Yeah. Um, but interestingly, but focusing on the witches, very yeah. Macbeth. Uh, because I mean, Macbeth the, is in it. <laughs> the yes. point of view of and the witches are the from three Macbeth. witches. Yeah. yeah. It starts off with one of the witches returning home with the invading army coming to Scotland, which I thought was a pretty cool twist. And then they just all meet up and start planning out how they're going to affect the lives of the mortals in the realm to make things go the way they want yeah. and what they're kind of allowed to do and how far they can push stuff and, and the, what they want to do. The witches are kind of Scotland. They're like yeah, they all, kind of they're not Scotland. It's Scotland, right? Yeah, yeah. Yes. they are Scotland. Like one of them is the the air, one of them is the earth, and one of them is uh, the sea. Yeah, and they talk about how like in the other lands, like the the magic and the spirits are dying out, and the realms are all changing. Right. And they're like, we'll never die. We will always be here. Right. Um, but there seem to be some cracks yes. appearing, and the... they're disagreeing with each other a little bit, which I thought was pretty interesting. Um, but uh, the thing I liked about this is kind of seeing how much of Macbeth from a different perspective you get more changed. out of it if you know about Macbeth. yeah there's yes. a lot of stuff <laughs> that is you like oh this is that scene when this is happening and some of the dialogue is very much straight Shakespearean and other is like a nice right. more natural way or at least a more modern sounding natural way of speech um that was pretty cool it's pretty cool it's fun it's a six issue series it's Archaea so they were you know um they're, they'll do kind of shorter series but they're very very fun yeah, I thought the Matthews art was pretty interesting, too. Um, I don't know how the two of them work together. Uh, it seems very simple in some ways, like kind of the, I don't know, it's really hard to describe. Faces are very simple. Yeah. Um, Backgrounds but, are pretty simple. But there's some fantastic crowd scenes, like yeah. detailed crowd scenes and battle scenes. Yeah, it's very, very stylized, uh, like kind of animated in some ways, mm-hmm. like that sort of yeah, it's very simple like... animated style. And then, yeah, like Kelly said, we get to this middle page where it, it goes into a two-page spread of the battle of McDonald's uh, army finally getting attacked by everyone. And it's intense. Like, McDonald's army? Yep. McDonald's. Oh, McDonald's. Yes. Yes. Not McDonald's. No. Is there like grimace in there? Probably. I'm just hungry. Sorry. Uh, but yeah, why, uh, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I'm losing it. You lost. I'm it. thinking about McDonald's. Yeah. But yeah, it's fun. I don't know. Uh, I I something I didn't like about it. I I didn't think the the witches had enough of a like different personality. Um, like they had different opinions, but they. They kind of felt like they were all the same. I don't know. I I mean I felt I needed a little more differentiation. I yeah. feel like they were they were fairly distinct in terms of the way they well at least the the other two the way they speak to the our main character right. which and she certainly steps off on her own path at the final page. I think that's going to be part of it. In yeah, like issue two we'll see a lot more of a different like them finally splitting into different ideas. I just thought it was l- so. more story and less character. Yeah. than I, yeah. I wanted. I wanted but a little. Right. I mean, I I thought it was interesting coming into the story with her coming back from having been banished and they do a little bit they show you a little bit of flashback of what got her banished but it was it was almost too subtle for me like i could have used a little bit i totally missed that yeah (laughs) i I didn't know she'd been banished yeah 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 um all the stuff with uh, Macbeth and his wife and child um i could have used a little bit more explicit storytelling yeah i guess like what happened here Yeah, because if you don't know Macbeth, and you have no idea what they're talking about right exactly (laughs) i mean i've 
read Macbeth, but it's been it's at been least 10 yeah, years. It's been so. a while. <laughs> uh, so yeah, and then, you know, Michael Fassbender Macbeth hasn't come out yet. So it's <laughs> the wrong <laughs> cultural time it's for true. this. <laughs> right, it's just a little too early. Um, yeah, so that was Total Control 1 1. Yeah, um, I mean, I'm definitely going to read the next issue. It's yeah, I worth think the development of it will be, has got me interested. Yeah. Yes. I might not. <laughs> I just there's so many good things uh, to read. It's hard. Um, but something I will read more of if there ever is anything more. Something I'll read. Probably not more Sacred Heart, but anything by Liz Suburbia. So we got Sacred Heart by Liz Suburbia, which that was an interesting very, way of leading into that. Very, name. Well, yeah. very well set up there. <laughs> which is which was really really good, captivating, and I couldn't put it down. And yeah, tell us about it, Kaylee. Uh, so Sacred Heart is a. This is a. Who did this? Fa- uh, Fanographics? Yeah. FB. FB. Fanographic books. Fanographic books. <laughs> Facebook. Um, <laughs> yes, Facebook. Um, so this is about... So Sacred Heart is... It's a very thick book, but it's about this like town that seems to be mostly run by teenagers. Yep. And I think in the 80s or 90s... Um, it's not clear, but... It's not real clear, but it's not real modern. Uh, so... Yeah, so I don't know. It's mostly getting drunk and going to parties. Yeah. And then but they There's also go to school. school yeah. Even though there don't seem to be a lot of adults. Yeah. And <laughs> so they still I don't know if they run the town. I just think it's entirely from the point of view of kids. But I don't yeah, think no. I don't think they actually um There's one adult. I think that they I go saw. to school, but I don't think they actually go to classes. Uh, it seems like nobody goes to class. No, because there's they one do sports scene where like everyone runs into the classrooms and she's standing in them like Ben's standing in the middle of the hall. Yeah. Yeah. No, so. they definitely go to class. I, f- I don't know if they actually learn anything. So well, yeah, it's interesting. I want to know what they do in those classrooms. Because yeah, I don't know. It's one of those books where I don't know. My feelings about it changed over the course of it. Yeah, in you a really slowly cool get way. like more and more reveals about yeah. the world and what's happening. Their parents are missing. At least the parents of the main Ben, uh, the main character, and her oh no, sister. everybody's parents. Well, that's the thing because you don't see everybody's. Right. Um, I don't know. It's it's really the way she does with like perspective, because when you're a teenager, you don't care about your friend's parents at all. So why would they even register? But there is an interlude in the middle where the, where it's from the perspective of the dog and the dog sees a mailman. (laughs) So, so you do see a one adult in this book. (laughs) Maybe he's got some gray in his hair, Yeah, but yeah, so it's this weird sort of dystopian teenage place town and slowly and almost all of it is just relationships yes it's all relationship stuff it's people getting drunk and setting things on fire and you know having being in love with one person and breaking up with them and falling in love with someone else and also there's some light murder throughout Uh, there's a lot of people dying yeah a lot lot of people dying and so much to the point where like almost people are used to it there's it's no it's not like they have a you know, oh, we're going to have a big assembly about it. There's like, RIP whoever. I can't right. believe he died too. Yeah. yeah, nobody seems to really care or clean up anything. Yeah. There's just bodies everywhere. Yeah. So, I mean, which sounds, I don't know. It sounds not great, but it's really, really it's great. Really this good. book was amazing. It's yeah, so the good. relationships between everybody are just perfectly, they feel like uh, honest and it true. captured and, so well. I don't know. It's great. Yeah. It's really funny too. There's some really funny stuff going on with... Uh, the oh, band and yeah a lot of crazy drug use they're these two little girls who like people go to them to have their fortunes told they yeah, like sit out like on the roofs. little witches of the village or what are that what they're donna and maggie and they like to be called or megadon megadon it's pretty great there's some there's a lot of music in this uh yes people there's some part where everybody's singing along to ace of spades which is pretty sweet <laughs> 
Uh, but yeah, See, that, know, that's really why fun. I think like the parents could be around. It's just like every distilled moment of being a teenager, and that's like that's all you care about, yeah. and that's all that's shown in this book. It's, yeah, I will say there's a crazy twist at the end. Yeah, it builds uh, to something. It's fantastic. actually really funny. Um, this, it's the last page twist, and it's really funny, and it, it's cracked me up. I don't know. Um, her art is so good in this. Very yeah. very simple, black and white. Yeah, her emotion perfect. The emotions on people's faces is very well done. You, you feel it all, and I don't know. It's great. Super, it's super good. The best. And Highest she will be at SPX, Little yep. Suburbia. Well, she'll be. I'll have to. I have to. I might have to buy a copy. I'm going to buy really a copy good. and have yeah. her sign it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah I'll have to buy a copy there, even so. though I can get it here pretty cheap. But I'm going to buy one here. From her. No, I'm going to buy it here. Now you buy here. We'll see. Uh, either way, it's awesome. We'll order a bunch of copies. We'll sell a bunch of copies. Yeah, buy it from us or buy it from her. It's a great book. Yeah. And that's it. All the reviews. Yep. Um, that's it for episode 153. We'll be back next week ish, maybe, probably, yeah, probably, for episode 154. See you later. Yeah. Bye.